Hello and welcome to the spiritual travels of a firewolf. I'm Christy Bellage and this is 30 days of positivity and it is an experiment. It is day four of this experiment. I didn't, I don't really know what I'm going to do for this episode. I'm getting ready to leave for Conroe, Texas for the B52 Brewing Company show. That show is, is sold out and I am really, I've never been in this scenario in this way before. So I just, I'm just extending gratitude because I, you know, you, it's like the little victories in comedy where even though last night I royally bombed, I think I went up at like 12 something last night and then the night before, like past midnight and you're talking to like drunk people at bars, drunk people, you know, comics that don't, that are just waiting to get up and it's kind of this feeling of like whoa will this will this ever what is all of this leading to and then today i woke up last night um amy muggridge of turn to entertainment sent us a message all the comics around that are on the show and said you know just put in your um, advertisement that the show is sold out and they'll be selling tickets at the door. They'll be, I guess there's some walk-in tickets available. And then this morning I woke up and the message said that everything was sold out. So I am really excited. I'm also really nervous. Um, because it's like, whoa, this is this is why we do this. This is part of the reason why. And um, I, I'm just grateful because I, <laughs> I feel like sometimes you're just writing these jokes and you're like, is anybody out there? Is anybody gonna wanna see comedy and um, I don't know, I just, and, and I am coming off of a, a tough bomb last night. It hasn't been my only set this week, but last night was like, all right, well, you've got Conroe, Texas tomorrow. You better, or tonight, technically, you just better think about all the other times you've been on stage and all the other times, um, you've you've been ready for a situation even though tonight doesn't really reflect you know everything and yeah it is trying new material and seeing if it'll work but also you know having to sit in your head and be like well why didn't that work in that room on this night um but but that's the other part of it is it's like gratitude for the for the grit gratitude for being out there and gritting through uh, 
scenarios of and I try lately as of late to go to places where I know intentionally I kind of have to bomb I just that's just how I've always been and um like my favorite room of all time of all time is Joker's Bar in Funkstown, Maryland and I will say this many times I've been informed actually there's a world star video of this bar which when I heard there's a world star video that went viral of a fight that broke out at this bar I was like I mean yeah of course like that bar is a rowdy bar with loud TVs and um, you know people are watching all different types of sports um, at all time and I just realized I'm reading trust glitter <laughs> hold up if you're here for the ASMR um, I know why there's a world star video of a place that I used to go and write jokes in Maryland and drive I think it would be at the end of the day it was like an hour and a half to two hours just to go and do eight minutes um, which I've driven more for far less time, but it's like up in the mountainous, not mountain, it's like you're getting up into the hills of Maryland and it's in like a historic town that just happens to be very conservative and it's because of those rooms or places like a place that I go to called Indian Roller, which is, um, on Thursday nights. It's, I don't even know what part of Austin it's considered, but I go there intentionally to work on new material, to figure out my material, to have people look at the floor when I'm on stage. And if I get somebody to look up, I've done something right. So, I just have to really say, you know, again, gratitude, appreciation, um, the years of time and, and waiting and, um, trying to get a joke right, trying to get a joke well written. I kind of realized this last night cause I was like rehashing an old joke and kind of weaving it into a newer joke, seeing if I could do it in this way and make it interesting, is that I don't think a joke is ever finished unless you're a one-liner comic and you have, you know, your, your method of writing. I don't think a joke is really ever finished, especially a bit because life is continually evolving and the thought process going into a longer form bit is going to change over the years. It's going to be like, well, the inspiration behind that came from this. And now society's moved, the eye of society, the eye of raw, so to speak, 
has moved in this direction and yet this still applies but now we have all this other information added so this joke can technically be rehashed but it has to be looked at from a different angle and that's what i love about comedy is like it's hopefully i'll never because i was looking at the fact that i still use i don't use wireless earbuds and i was like i'm always going to be the old lady <laughs> like that's unfortunate like i like but hopefully my observations of society will be like even if i'm an old lady society be be the way it be you know and it's never gonna not be funny to think about the changes that go through life um so yeah um more to come more thoughts more positivity i don't really know what the actual positive thing is other than being grateful for the lessons of building a comedy set and knowing that it's never gonna be perfect it's never gonna be enough i've had friends ask me that want to do stand-up they're like i don't have five minutes yet i can't get on stage or you know they don't think they have perfect jokes and it's like it's never going to be perfect it's always going to be something that you need to work on and my whole piece of advice is there's no book that's going to teach you stage time and then it becomes like how much stage time is enough how much stage time some people are under the camp it's never too much um and I like to find like a happy medium. I like to find a, an ins like jokers at Funkstown. It's not that I did 10 stages that night, but that one stage that was on just happened to be on World Star because everybody started punching each other. Um, and it was still open during the pandemic. That's the kind of bar it was. Um, is, I feel like far more efficient use of stage time than saying hitting five paid mics in open open mic scene of New York City where it's just like quantity for the sake of quantity instead of here's this room with a thousand different things going on at once it's not the biggest room but it's extremely loud and these guys are over here are playing pool and they're rowdy and uh they don't want to listen to you they have a they have a pool game that they've bet money on that they could care the fuck less about comedy going on there's people watching their favorite sports again that probably bet money on it there's people that are drunk and most likely high, you know, that have zero fucks about stand-up comedy and yet you're in there trying to figure it out and you get 
people to stop what they're doing and listen to you. I think that that's far better and more efficient than going around to, to five rooms full of comics, um, which is also has its benefits. Um, but at this time in my life, my use of time is a little bit different. So the gratitude for knowing what works for, for you, that's a, that's a plus gratitude and the gratitude of, of stand-up comedy itself. So thank you for listening. Um, this has been an ASMR packing session as I head down east actually to Conroe, Texas. Take care.